Hello and welcome to another episode of Wannabe Entrepreneur. Today I want to thank Esteban. Esteban is the first member of my Buy Me A Coffee platform. Is the one that is now supporting or the first one that is actually monthly supporting this podcast and that really means a lot. There are also some other people that gave a one-time contribution like for instance my friend João or uh, Josh from Australia and uh, I really really appreciate you supporting this podcast so thank you very much and yeah I decided to start thanking here in the podcast the people that actually supported because I don't know I think it's it's always nice and uh, yeah then your your names are now recorded in one of these wannabe entrepreneur episodes I don't know <laughs> if it's I guess it's not the dream <laughs> of all of you but I know it might be nice and I really really appreciate your contribution it really means a lot and if any of the other listeners want to become a supporter I will leave the link in the description of this episode For today's episode, I want to speak about a theme that was actually suggested by Esteban, uh, one of the supporters, as I mentioned before, and hopefully also in the future we'll be interviewing him for um, regarding his new project, which is super, super exciting. But the topic that he suggested for me to explore here is how did I release my app on both iOS and Android stores and what was the struggle, what are the prices and so on. So yeah, I, I want to talk a little bit about that and uh, also a little bit on how I get reviews, which I think is very, very important. So I first decided to release on Android. Well, first of all, let me say that I'm building this app using a cross-platform language, which basically allows me with one single source code basically compile for both iOS and Android. Normally you need to have two different source codes. There are actually different types of developers. There are in many companies a developer that specializes on iOS and another one that specializes on Android. But this solution using React Native is really, really great and allows me to, with one source code, being myself not a proficient soft front-end developer or It's actually one of the first times I'm actually developing an app. It's a great way for me to make it work. And um, anyways, I first started by releasing on the Android store because it's much cheaper. So how it works with these stores is that you actually have to pay to have your to use the store and to have your app exposed in the store. And the Android is much, much simpler and much, much cheaper. So it costs about, or it cost me, I think last year, 20 euros for one year. So it needs to be renewed every year. And with 20 euros, I'm able to share any app I want in the Play Store, in the Android Store. And the process is very, very simple. You just go there, you pay, it's very, it immediately activates and you have to then just add some screenshots for your app you have to add a description and there's kind of a questionnaire also some security you know questions that you have to answer and then you can also define in which platforms 
and which countries actually you want to release. So I just said that I want to release in every country, but sometimes if you have your app in only, let's say, Portuguese and you only want to release it in Portuguese speaking countries, you can just go there and pick those countries. So that makes it quite, quite simple. And um, in terms of the screenshots, I think what I did was basically I, I took a bunch of screenshots from my my app. I, I didn't even use the simulator, I just took it directly from the phone. And I only need to present one set of screenshots. There's a maximum amount. Now I don't remember the number, but I think eight or so. Or And then basically you can, it they will show the screenshots no matter what device the the user is using. And that's basically it. The process of review is also quite simple. I think they have an automatic review process that probably then if the this automatic algorithm flags it then it goes to some manual check but it's quite quite fast and uh, I think the first time it took so the first time you release it takes always a little bit more time and uh, it took I think two three days but now every time I release is quite quite fast I, sometimes in one two hours is, is ready to publish sometimes takes up to 24 hours or so but the process it's very very simple and what i like about android is that you can always export an apk which is basically the app the file that you can just install so if i if i generate an apk and send it to you directly you can just install in your phone without going through the store and this is super super useful if you want to test your app without you know going through through the store so that's that's really great now let's go to iOS it's much much different it's much com more complicated than Android for sure and okay let, let's start so basically instead of 20 euros I paid 100 euros which is already a big amount and then again for one year I can release as many um, apps as I want and from then on the whole process is a bit more complex i again you just have to enter the description you have they are a bit more picky with the security and what information you actually collect from your users which i think nowadays is completely fine you just have to define why you are using each that information and now with the new iOS 14, you actually have to implement um, opt-in. Uh, so basically, when the user first log, uh, opens the app, there will be an opt-in popped up that says that the, the app is using the user's data for these reasons, and then they can opt-in or opt-out. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was quite simple to, to implement. I think I even mentioned in one of these episodes that I was doing that. Yeah, anyways, then the review process. No, actually, even before the review process, there's something that's really painful with iOS, which are the screenshots. When I... With Android, it was simple. One set of screenshots, that was it. But with iOS, they actually ask for screenshots for each or for multiple layouts and for multiple devices which is super annoying because of course you need to use a simulator to, to get all of the screenshots. You cannot use your phone because you, I only have one phone. And um, 
sometimes they don't accept that or the, the dimensions are not right so it, it always you always waste a lot of time doing that in my latest release i i actually figured out there are there are some tools online that you can use and that's what i did i was able to find a tool where i could just push some screenshots and they converted to multiple sizes multiple devices and that helped me a lot but it's always a pain every time I want to add a new screenshot because I have to do it in multiple devices. The review process is also a bit, it's, it's definitely different than Android. I think all the apps are actually manually reviewed and you might have sometimes to convince the QA people that your app is worth it. So actually what happened, well, the first time I released the app, it was very, very simple app. And what they answered was that the app was too simple for their store. So they, don't, they didn't want to share the app because it was too simple. And there were some uh, functionalities that they missed. So they, they didn't fully understand the app, of course, because it was also very, very in the initial stages. And I actually had to chat with them directly. I sent them a message. There's like a little input field that you can use. And um, they got back to me rather fast, I think in less than 24 hours, and then they accepted my arguments and then they released the store, to the app in the store. But it's very random. Sometimes, so th from then on, I released one, two, three times and without any review or any comment. But then in the fourth time, they actually told me that I couldn't release because I was asking for money and because I was asking for a donation. There, there was a donation button in the iOS app. And they said that I cannot do that without going through their API. So it's funny because I released the three or the, the versions before with that same button, but they, it was undetected. And this time it was detected and I told them, okay, I will just take the button out. And um, there's also, they are also a little bit, you know, um, picky with random stuff. They're in the onboarding, when you click in the app and you have the onboarding, I have some screenshots to explain what the user can do. And in one of the screenshots, it was from my phone, and in the blurred background, there, there was the icon of the Play Store from Android. So they said, like, you, you cannot show that in iOS app. And I had to remove it. So they are very picky in that way. But I guess that's Apple. That's They pride themselves to have a certain status, to have you know, high quality products and they really want you to release high quality app in their store. And besides that, um, yeah, that's basically my process so far. And um, there's nothing else I want to add here. I think if you have any questions, of course, you can uh, shoot them to me uh, using my Twitter. Just use the Jaguar BF. I will link it in the description of this episode. Besides that, one another thing that is really, really important is the reviews. Having great reviews will take you a long way. Think about it. Are you going to install an app with that has zero reviews? Probably not, right? So I am mostly focused still on Android and I've been collecting a lot of reviews. Actually, the app is now in the top five or top six element when you search for climate change on Android. So that's great. And what I basically do, especially in the beginning, is to ask for reviews. Just send the app to your inner circle, to your peers, to your friends and ask them if they can review it and give you a five star reviews. And it's great if they can also actually write something. So far, I think I have more than 40 reviews. Most of them are very, very positive. And that's really, really great. You don't want to have bad reviews because that will really damage your score in the Play Store. So 
that's a very simple tip here. You just have to ask for reviews. If some normally, if someone sends you a feedback message saying that they like the app, uh, you just ask them to leave a review. Like there's no problem with that, and it will really, really take you a long way. Uh, and now I'm actually having daily downloads without having to do any advertisement whatsoever because the app is well scored in the Play Store. Uh, regarding ads. How do I advertise the app? Both uh, iOS and uh, uh, Google, yeah, I have a Google Play, no. <laughs> the Android store, they have their own ads that you can use. With, uh, with Android, you just use the Google ads and they work quite great. I mean, there's a lot to learn from there and I, I've experienced with that a lot and it's, you can lose also some money with the experiments. But in general, after tweaking, they work quite fine. And with Apple, they also have their uh, iOS ads or whatever. With with those, I didn't experiment that much, but they. Yeah, I just want to say that there is that possibility. And basically, sometimes if I have, for instance, a campaign going in the Play Store, when you search for "change it" or "climate change," my app will be on top, and you'll see it with uh, with a little uh, sign saying "ads." Yeah, that was today's episode. I hope this was useful for you and uh, I hope Esteban you you like this content let me know if you have any questions and yeah there was the wannabe entrepreneur episode today see you tomorrow <laughs>